me you gamble the fucking money. Fucking degenerate. What's up, everybody? Uh, Jeremy and I did not get a chance to record over the weekend or do a recap. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed some of our uh, our picks from over the weekend. Posted to the Instagram story. But what we got for you is our interview with Jamal Agnew. Um, yeah, enjoy. All right, and we are live. Or not live, live, but we're recording. What's up, fam? What's going on? How you doing? Um, Jamal Agnew, meet my uh, my podcast co-host, Mr. Jeremy Alfonso. What's up, Jeremy? What's going on, Jamal? How you doing, man? I'm great, man. How you doing? You know, it's just another day out here in the Bay, baby. Uh, man, I feel you. I'm, I'm missing that California weather right now. I'm sure you is. Where you at right now, man? I'm in Detroit still. Okay. Yeah, it must be cold, huh? Yeah, it's like 29 degrees, something <laughs> like that. I was going to say, what's an off-season in Detroit looking like? <laughs> I mean, honestly, the the winter ain't been that that bad right now. It's it's been snowing a little bit here and there, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't beat California. No, nothing beats California, man. No, never. All right, real yeah, quick man. before we yeah, keep man. chopping it up, um, to all of our listeners out here, this is Mr. Jamal Agnew, otherwise known as uh, Swagnew by his peers. What? Um, <laughs> the best. Punt returner in the game right now for the Hands Detroit down. Lions. Hands down. Um, no doubt. Not a doubt. Yep. All pro. Was that year one you were all pro? Rookie year, yep. Yep. And then, uh, and point, more, most importantly, like Point Lama legend. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Got to represent. So yeah. there it is. Speaking of Point Loma, um, I was actually <laughs> in the area, I'd say about a month ago, Jamal, and uh, Lucas tells me to go to a place called Ortiz's Taco Shop. Oh, man. I already knew what I was doing. You, you, you already knew, Cali. huh? Yep. Now, you got to go to Ortiz and get a Cali. I already did, man. It was the best burrito I've ever had in my life. But oh, man. I noticed Dude, there was a, right now. I noticed there was a little something under. Uh, Lucas told me about his jersey that hung up there. Mm-hmm. And then he, he didn't tell me anything <laughs> about the newspaper article about you underneath it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They just, they just, they just put that up there a couple years ago. You got to tell them to rearrange that, bro. You got to tell them to put that on top, man. Come on now. <laughs> I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna just tell them to put it over that jersey. Exactly. Wait, I mean, what has, what has Lucas done anyway? <laughs> it's been a minute. Jamal, nah, Lucas is a baller. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Is a baller, okay. Thanks. Man. Good times. Yeah, I, Luis threatened me. He's like, man, you haven't played in a minute. I might take the jersey down. I'm like, yo. This is this is all I got going for me in my life. Please leave that jersey up on that wall. Don't make Lucas pull up in that that Steve franchise jersey. Oh, oh you did not. <laughs> Does he really have one? Oh yeah, he definitely got one. No. He balls at it. I, wow, good memory right there. Okay, well, speaking of balling, Lucas uh, told me a little bit about you guys and how you uh, played in a, it was a basketball tourney, is that what it was? No, we did the alumni game. Alumni game. Yeah, we played that alumni game. So I know that you didn't play too much, or you didn't play any football with Lucas, but Uh-oh. I want to know how Lukey Bo was on the, uh, <laughs> in between the white lines of the basketball court. How was he? On the hoop? 
Yeah, and who? Lucas got he got a little shot on him. You know, he gonna hustle, play just play some defense. Okay, that is the hustle points. That's the classic white man description right there. <laughs> hey, he's a hustler, he hard. a decent mid range jumper. That's right. He'll hit the boards hard. He plays with heart. <laughs> he plays with he heart. Uses all his fou- he definitely uses all his fouls. His tech- <laughs> oh, dude. I, were you there that day? Real quick, I don't even know if I should get into it, but um. Briscoe was there, and he's like, hey, play, play hard on my youngins to show them something. And I get competitive, and I don't want to lose. And they had a good kid on yeah. their team, and I, I think I fouled them twice going into the lane because I'm like, I'm not, not losing this hey, pickup game. No hey, free, no free shots. And Briscoe was like, hey, go easy on them. And I'm like, you told me to teach them. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I was there for that one. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, Eros was dying. Um, but, yeah, Mr. Uh, yeah, well, you did track and field in high school as well, right? I only did one year. Okay. Okay. Last I mean, year. That's one thing. That's one thing I did. I regretted was not running track all four years. Okay. Do you think it would have put you on a better platform in terms of getting recruited for college football? I, I think it would have. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um. That one year I did, I I, I won league and everything. Yeah, you won the hundred, right? Yeah, I went to yeah. CIF. I got I got disqualified. I fall started, but oh, oh no! If I did that, if if I did that all four years, I think it would have helped. What was your PR? Um, shoot, I think like eleven flat, but I think it was like ten. It was like ten seven hand time. Yeah, and then, you know they add the little point three, and that's I mean whatever. that's off one year of training. So yeah, exactly. And I was coming off. That was my junior year of high school. I was coming off. I had fractured my hip that year. Football season. Damn, I don't even remember that shit. Yeah. Fractured hip. Yeah, I came back and played in the playoffs and everything. Yeah. Real quick, just about the recruiting process and everything, because it just, it pains me to see, like, a player like you and so many guys we went to high school with not get the attention from a San Diego State Mm -hmm. and then go to USD, and then you guys played San Diego State your senior year, and you balled out. I think you had a pick that game. Yeah, yeah, that was my junior year. I had a pick and okay. like three PBUs. I was killing them. Yeah, fuck San <laughs> Just their recruiting process was slacking. What other uh, what other schools were you talking to coming out of high school? Um, I mean, really, Cal Poly, you know, because Hastings went there and everything. Okay. So they were like, they, that was like the connect right there. And I was I was really supposed to go there. But then they ended up giving that scholarship to some uh, another San Diego kid who played the same position, which was crazy. No. And like, yeah, it was crazy. They messed up on that. And, one. and then you got. Little, Sorry, go ahead. Because he was a little bit taller than me, you know how like uh, around that time it was like everybody was going crazy for all the tall, lanky corners yeah. and everything. So. Yeah, the whole Richard Sherman factor. Yeah, that was big. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I'd say five years ago. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then. I mean, you got your revenge again, though, in that one, just like San Diego State. You guys beat Cal Poly that first round. It was pouring rain. I remember watching that. Wow, on Lucas with the uh, knowledge yeah, yeah. bomb. I had to support my boy. Yeah, we, we smacked him that year. Ah. That was probably like one of the biggest biggest upset. That was like the first time a non-scholarship program beat a scholarship program in the playoffs and everything. So it was like Yeah, it was just crazy. Gonna, for the people listening out there. And we, US- played them. we played them early in the season that year, and they beat us. Oh, okay. And then we came back and whooped them in the playoffs. There you go. Yeah, for anybody listening, uh, USD football, D1AA non-scholarship. 
Um, mm-hmm. So I remember even when Harbaugh was there with Josh Johnson and they were just smacking teams. They Bam. went up and played UC oh, yeah. Davis at the end of the year and got beat down, and it was kind of a wake-up call. Yeah, if you get yeah. beat down by Davis, I mean, come on yeah. now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, then you guys actually played North Dakota State, the powerhouse in D1AA, and kept it uh, yeah, kind of no, close ran, for a they minute. Ran yeah, they, yeah, they ran us out of there. Yeah, they ran us out of there, like yeah. the second half. Yeah. Yeah, I remember watching that. Cool. Um, real quick, before we go more into the NFL and whatnot, how many people do you think you knocked out of games your senior year of high school? <laughs> oh, man, I, I I don't know what happened, but I, I used to be a hitter in high school. You were I a hitter? People just got bigger. Well, yeah. I think people <laughs> just got bigger. That's how, that's how that <laughs> yeah, works, the competition's right? a little different when you go up to the next level, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Um, well, what do, you, what, do you, I, I to... what do you prefer? You prefer gunning or you prefer returning? Honestly, I like the ball in my hands. Okay. So. Okay. So you, a man likes to score over here, then. Yeah, I like I like to score. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I remember. Mean, I wanted. I, I used to. I used to ask him to let me play both ways in college. My head coach was never going for it. I mean, he only let me return my senior year. Wow. Which was, which was unfortunate, but. I'm sure, he regrets looking back at that for sure. Uh, he he won't admit it, but. <laughs> he probably definitely does. Stubborn head coaches. Yeah, he's super headstrong. So. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Real quick, I don't know if anyone has mentioned this one to you. I remember, I think it was maybe a week or two after, and we'll get into that return your your rookie year. But um, I mean, you can still hit, bro. I don't I don't know what you're yeah. saying. There oh, was yeah, the no game doubt. against the Packers. Oh boy! And it was a kickoff return. Kickoff. You guys were kicking off, and you went uh-huh. down and just trucked the dude who was trying to block you. Towards the left sideline. Uh-huh. And then picked up the punt, the kick returner and just slammed him. And you were up hype. Yeah. And I was like, bro, he's still de- hitting. Yeah, I definitely still like to hit, but I, I just I just ain't knocking people out anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So moving on to your, your pro career in the NFL, um, I think you've had four kickoff slash punt return touchdowns. Which would you say is uh-huh. your personal favorite or the best one? Because I have one that I've already picked out of year four, but I want to hear what you think. I mean, I had technically I had five. One of them got called back okay. my second year mm. against the Niners. It was a, it was a like a, I think it was seventy four yard t- punt return. Okay, that was definitely my favorite one. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to send Lucas a clip of it. Oh yeah, but yeah, we could post it on. We could probably look that one up. I, I wish it got called back for. There was two blocking the backs, and they were both of them were unnecessary. It's way behind the play. That was probably my favorite one. Well, yeah, how, way behind the play. How many times have you watched the replay of the one against the New York Giants when you put their uh, punter on skates? Oh, I probably I probably watched that thousands of times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you busted one move on him in the open field, probably. and he went straight That's to his the, knees. I, I don't even think I slept that night. <laughs> That's crazy. I from from partying or just from being so damn hyped. It's probably from watching the clip the whole time. Okay, okay. There we go. Honestly, the most impressive thing about that whole punt return was the fact that you caught it running backwards over your shoulder like oh, shoelace grab. I'm like, he just caught that? He booted it. Yeah, I misjudged the heck of it, especially like it was nighttime game, so I definitely lost the ball. Yeah. That was that was, there was awesome, like a man. Point, there was like a point where I was like, where the hell did the ball go? Oh, no. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she's right here. <laughs> <laughs> I I literally just started running. I want to ask you, um, and real quick, I went to a bachelor party about three weeks ago, and Johnny Hecker was there. Johnny, oh, uh, the punter, the the punter for the Rams. Yeah, yeah, kicker, the kicker. And we talked about you a little bit, and he was like, "Man, yeah, Agnew's a beast." 
And then I asked him about all the uh, the preparation that goes into a, just a punter and just all the stuff they look for in terms of how they direct punts to certain punt returners. And it was it was wild. I mean, they get like which which is their dominant arm in returning the ball? Like which shoulder do they yeah. catch the ball better over? Like yeah. what do you look for? Do you get like that in depth? Yeah, no, it's crazy. Like the scouting, the yeah. scouting reports and everything. Like we definitely look at like strong sides. So what sides of the, uh, what sides of the field? Like his landmarks. You know, every punter kicker has their landmarks they like doing. I mean, like depending on where the ball is on the field. Yeah. And like where they like going with the ball. But a lot of a lot of putters like like Johnny, they could they could go either way, left or right. They can go punt for hang time, punt for distance. So it doesn't really matter with him. But yeah, I mean, you see a lot of punters. Yeah, you see a lot of punters who who have their their tendencies and they stick with them. But okay. like guys like Johnny's, are, I've I've never gotten to play against him, but I've just watched a lot of his film and. It's can, tough to play against guys like that. I can I can send you some film of him um, a few too many Coors Lights deep trying to punt into a trash can. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> a, yeah, I can use that again. That maybe, there, maybe I can head a little bit. There, there you go. Um, go for it, John. Yeah, but, um, go ahead. And he could throw, too, so you never know. That's right. He is. He's big on the special of the, uh, the trick yeah. plays. Yeah, we crushed the beer pong table. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, so coming back to playing for the Lions, uh, you had Jim Caldwell in your, Caldwell in your first year, uh, offensive-minded oh. head coach, I believe, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You moved on to Matt Patricia, obviously, for the past two years. So what's it like having an offensive-minded guy versus a defensive-minded guy, and do you think it's helped you having Matt Patricia maybe? And, and you're still playing some nickel corner, right? Yeah. Yeah, so what do you think that – what was that transition like, or was it better? Was it, you know, was it different? What was it like? Uh, I mean, it's definitely different. I mean, the coaching styles are a lot different. Cobble's a lot more laid back. Um, he let the, you know, the assistant coaches coach a little bit more. Okay. Um, I mean, with, like, coaching – in terms of, like, coaching points and stuff. And Matt, Matty P, who's also, like, a real good coach, um – He's more hands-on, so when he sees something wrong, he he wants to be the one to correct it. You know, he's he's gonna tell everybody how he wants it and everything. Call him or just kind of sat back and just let the you know the coordinators, you know, fix mistakes and stuff like that. But right, right. I it, mean, you, you can also kind of tell. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit different just because having a offensive-minded head coach and right. a defensive-minded head coach. Right. Just you see the the focus is more. A lot, a lot of Matt Pete's focus is more on defense, Absolutely. I guess you could say. Have yeah. you ever asked Matt Patricia why he has a pencil in his ear not when just his a, paper is laminated? Not just a pencil, a number two <laughs> pencil. A number two pencil. It's always a yellow number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is he but writing down anyway? I've never, I I've never asked him. He just, he just kind of just, he just throws it up there, I guess. It's That's just for the look. Yeah. I think, it's, so they, I think it's for look. So you know he's old school. Right. Hey, man, like like Coach Evans used to say, you look good, you feel good, you play good. Oh, well, there, there it go. is. Lay it down. <laughs> um, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, I, I just like coming up on, uh, like we got the old, the, the mock drafts coming up. Um, I would just say to what extent are you and your teammates paying attention to college football and you got the combine coming up and the drafts? You know what? I guess what are you looking at, and are how how closely are you paying attention to all that? Uh, I mean, I pay. I mean, speaking for myself, I I pay attention to it just because I want to see who 
you know, people think we got coming in. I mean, obviously, coaching staff, and obviously they don't really discuss that with us. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, um, I mean, I've always been, like, intrigued by the draft and, like, the process, like, even before I got to the league. Do you guys have so, you, do you have any personal favorite as to a player that you would like to see the Lions take with number three overall? Um, I mean, I don't have any personal favorite, to be honest. Yeah. But, I mean, I know with a, with a third overall pick, we're definitely going to get a, a baller in here. So, sure. either way we go, I, I know we're going to get somebody real good at could help right away because obviously we need it since we got the third pick. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But, but yeah, yes, yeah, I'm not. I don't really have a preference. Yeah. Got my dog jumping all over me. I just got home, but I always but, feel like. I mean, I just, I just, I just know we're gonna get a baller. Yeah, absolutely. I always feel like the Lions are always in the midst of it, halfway through the season, and then something, you know, injuries happen. Obviously, um, no, there's man. a bunch of trade of rumors going on with, with Stafford, and even I don't know how close are you with Darius Slay. I'm assuming yeah, that's your boy. Yeah, that's my boy. Yeah. So I, I love the way he plays, man. But uh, you know, I, I'm hoping you guys keep that core together because I think there's still a little juice left in that right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, de- I definitely do. Um, yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping with things settle out with with you know the contract talks and everything. Right, right, right. Yeah, Slay Slay's definitely somebody who I, I would want to keep in our room. But I mean, I don't make those decisions. So right, and yeah. there's a business aspect of it too. Yeah, exactly. See, and yeah. that's the crazy part, like that I never realized before I got to the league, which is like the business side. Like it's crazy. It's cutthroat, right? Yeah. A little bit about the yeah, business side, real quick. Um, this is the last year of your contract, right? Uh huh. I guess what I want to ask going into the final season of that contract year, and being the partner turner you've you know become, are you even still really pursuing a career as that nickel corner, or can if you just stay healthy and focus on being the best partner turner in a really long time? Do you think you can get a bigger contract focusing on that punt returning? Um, I mean, it, it's kind of tough in today's game just because, I mean, roster people, I mean, teams want the the most versatile players in those 53 spots for the roster. Yeah. So it's like it's hard to just keep one guy just playing special teams. I mean, you got to be versatile and be able to, you know, help the team in different areas. Yeah, I mean, I'm, there's definitely guys like that in the league right now, like Cordero, who's been doing it for a while. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that'd be a blessing to be able to do that. But I definitely want to get on the field and help the team, you know, a little bit more. Still trying to hit somebody. That <laughs> exactly. <laughs> get some picks or something. Yeah. Something like that. But I mean, I always have that return stuff to to fall back on. I feel like, I mean, cause just I love it. I mean, there's nothing like scoring a return touchdown, but fastest part of the game. Field and help. Yeah, exactly. I definitely want to get on that field and help. Oh yeah. Any other way? So Jamal, I have to ask: Are you a Madden player? Uh, I mean, I play a little bit. I don't play. I don't play too much. So when I do, I I definitely bumped all my ratings up. I was just gonna say, man, they got you at a 65 this year. What's up with that? Oh man. But they got my return, my return stuff too low too. I think it's only like a ninety. It I know be should be ninety nine, bro. They got your your speed at ninety three, your man. acceleration at ninety one, agility at ninety. That is a slap in the face. Wow. Yeah, they got my they got my um 
elusiveness at like 70. Which oh, no, no, is, Lord, no. Come on now. Yeah, <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that, but I, I put everything in 99, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> You've adjusted, so you're just a super player on the field when you're playing, huh? Yeah. I got the superstar X Factor and everything, so. <laughs> cool. Talking about the. Super Madden ratings adjusters. Yeah, the knock somebody out. It's real quick about the returns that we were just talking about. Um, have you watched any XFL and what do you think about the way they handle their kickoff returns and would you like to see something like that implemented in your game? Uh, man, I kind of like the I kind of like the new kickoff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like it's a lot safer than people barreling down into each other from 30 yards deep, but I yeah. mean, you know, NFL doesn't really like to change stuff yeah, too that's, often. That's a fact. No, yeah, definitely not. But I, I just felt like, as a returner, you get to that first that first line. It's, it's just a kicker twenty yards deeper. It's yeah. a wrap. <laughs> Seriously, um, I think we're. I just got one more question for you, and I, I mean, that's kind of yeah, what we'll we wrote down. Um, first big purchase besides paying off your student loans. Ha <laughs> What was the something? Um, yeah. I bought I bought a Mercedes. Okay, Damn, holla. That's really been my only. That's really been my only purchase. I always wanted to buy, like a nice car. When okay. I bought that. Dip okay. around in. You don't got to put any any snow chains on it out in Detroit. <laughs> Mm-mm. Got some snow tires. There you go. Switching for the summer tires when <laughs> when the snow's gone. There we go. I don't know why I think of Detroit and I think of that movie Four Brothers every time. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I do know. What you're yeah, with well, Mike Wahlberg. I just think uh, that kind of cold, that kind of winter. Yeah, Tyrese. Yeah, I just think that cold, man. Andre 3000. I forgot he was in that too. Wow, what a what a cast. It, has, it, has, it hasn't been, it hasn't been like that yet, but okay, that's good. It, it gets pretty bad out here. Cali boy bad. out in that winter, baby. Man, have you found a decent burrito? Like if, if, oh uh, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel you. Even up even here, they try and pretend. I, cool. I tried when I first came out here. Find Mexican food. And they have a they have a little spot out here close to like downtown. It's called Mexican Town. <laughs> what a name! It, it just doesn't. It just I know, right? <laughs> it just doesn't. It doesn't compare to Southern California. I mean, especially San Diego. Oh yeah, nothing compares. Yeah, San Diego. Cool. Cool. Well, Jamal, we want to thank you for hopping on. I really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Uh, we're gonna be posting this up probably in the next few days, but uh, we appreciate your time yeah. and uh, hope you have an amazing season. You got a long off season here, so. I know, yeah, I got a lot of time left, but it's probably going to go by fast. There we go. I appreciate y'all, though. All right, man, good talking to you. And um, I'll hit All you right, up, yeah. see if you can give me the video of that, uh, that Niners one. I got you. I'm, I'm going to look it up right now. All right, appreciate you, Jeremy. Have a good All one, right, man. Fam. All these females need to email to make noise and nothing's changing a lot. You fuck with my authority. Then he shells, he shells, but not by the seashore. If he gang banging or not, it's simple as the alphabet. He F with me, that G shell surely see. He definitely is about it. It's retail fraud. He's sweet. The honest gesture. The trick a finger round the diamond tester. Retail flaw with heat. The same soldier. It's me, myself, and I riding around shooting my biopic in my autobiography. Range Rover. This ain't the squash beef state. You think it make up. We think it large poor. He's face the twin eagles and airs coop might as well ride by in the ambulance my parents shoot like skydiving in hammer pants so call it sibling robbery take his life call it the unforgivable robbery a wise man told me that holding a grudge is like letting somebody just live inside of your head rent free i don't got time to
evict these clowns. Y'all niggas been bitches. That's none of my business, but I don't sip tea. Ride around this block. All he know is pitfalls. That's why he always climbing out his truck.